Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we like to talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. Currently, our show is on break, so we've put together a couple little mini mini-sodes. They're just going to be little conversations between the co-hosts on different subjects. Uh, this is the first part of a conversation between Dan and Don. Uh, second half will come out shortly. Enjoy. So, Dan. I yes. suppose you wonder why I've called you here today. <laughs> why is it? Why is this microphone in my face? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you've had worse. Um, now that we are seeing the end of the the light at the end of the tunnel, and COVID is finally maybe not coming to a complete close, but some real life is resuming. One of the things that is resuming are these chub chaser conventions. Indeed, right now I've we've mentioned them on the show before, and we're going to do a broader episode in the future about you know, what to do during them, what to expect during them and all that sort of stuff. But Dan, you've, you've spoken kind of lovingly about these in the past. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, like what was your first experience with one? What do they mean to you? Yeah. Like, well, they're a big deal to me and they're a big deal to a lot of people and for different reasons, for different people. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, it was one of the first times that I got to explore the Chub Chaser world on a level that was more than just, hi, you're cute. Hi, you're cute. And type, 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 type <laughs> yeah. on, on a keyboard. And it's that live experience. And I'll admit the first time it was a little overwhelming because it's, it is a lot like going, you know, this is really an apt a, a metaphor. I think it is a lot like going to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory mm -hmm. because it is absolutely amazing and don't touch that that could be dangerous <laughs> uh, uh, so just because and, I, and by dangerous i just mean that there it, it is it is live uncurated interaction with people See, and and that's yeah that's that's yeah, what people are I mean, afraid of that's, that's totally fair i i so one of the reasons why i want to bring it up is because i haven't been to one mm -hmm. since the mid nineties. Um, I, I mentioned to you on the pre-call, like I went to this, this one in Westchester, New York and like the mid nineties. And I, it was sort of just an uncomfortable experience. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, so, so let me get a little bit underneath just that. Okay. You know, you say you went to one and it kind of reminds me of the kid who said, Oh, my mother made pork chops. I hate pork chops. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's because mom's pork chops were dry. Yeah. So pork chops are a, dry. It's a little because, uh, the way that chub chaser or for that matter, bear events, uh, get produced. It, it's not like, it's not like you get a grant from the government to put these on. There is not one producing organization. And the, it, there are various producing either organizations or individuals, and it's kind of like going to, it's kind of like going to a party and you want to know who is your host, because that's mm. going to make a huge difference in your party. Gotcha. That makes sense. And even if you've been to something like Convergence, now Convergence has a long, many decades long history, but even Convergences are, are put on by different sub organizations. Uh, okay. You could compare it to, you know, you see a movie from Warner Brothers, but it could be any number of production companies under the Warner Brothers label. Sure. So Convergence is a, a, a huge term with a huge history, but the Convergence you went to was put on by a very specific group. 
and other convergences are put on by different groups and your experience may vary. Gotcha. Well, now that we're about to start resuming real world, and that means these events are back on and we're doing the Big Fat Gay podcast, I've been sort of rolling it around in my head. I should probably go to one of these events again. You totally should. I, well, you know, it's 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 an educational experience for our podcast. So I can convey it to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Purely, that's the only reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good for you to take one for the team, Don. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll take a couple for the team. Um, you know, so but we were talking about uh, the so there's Big Bayou coming up. Mm hmm. Uh, that's the end of August this year. It, it moved from last year or is that the normal time? Um, Big Bayou is an independent event put mm-hmm. on by uh, the same people who have done a lot of other events in the past, including convergences and convergences are traditionally over Labor Day weekend. But these particular organizers not associated with the convergence decided to do Labor Day weekend again because I mean, again, meaning they've done that in the past because it is also coinciding with Southern decadence in New Orleans, which if people don't know what Southern decadence is, it's like gay Mardi Gras or as I like to think of it, gay pride without the pride. (laughs) Just gay debauchery. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And so to put a Chub Chaser event on top of that, uh, well, boy, we're off to the races. Well, listening to you talk about your your experience, your first experience in such a glowing way is very heartening. I, like I, I look I'm looking forward to the opportunity, but I'm kind of dreading it, too. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's that's one of the things I wanted to talk about here. <laughs> Please. So as people are gearing up to go back to the real world and they start looking at, let's face it, a lot of us have not earned a lot of money over the past mm. year. You know, we're we're just starting to get back on track. If you want to pick one of these events, like a vacation, do I want to spend all the money for one of these events? Do I want to go? Um, you know, so there's the financial aspect. There's honestly, let's let's be completely honest. I hate admitting this in front of so many people, but a lot of my reasons feel very grade school for ve- feeling so sort of anxious. Oh, welcome to the club. That's everybody. Really? Okay. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm getting ready for a grade school dance, and I have no idea if like. You know, if I'm going to ask someone to dance, are they even going to look at me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you're it's you are feeling what so many people are feeling. That's, that's OK. That's right so I'm not alone in this. I don't think so. <laughs> OK, so like I'm not going to ask why I feel this way. But like what if you feel this way, too? Is this a fun experience for you? Because for me, it's t- tying me up in knots. Like, yeah, boy. <laughs> um, so give me an example of one of these grade school experiences that is either terrible or wonderful. Okay, so perhaps using the word grade school is a bad idea because I went to a class of like eight people. So there weren't really many dances and, you know, but the anxiety of going to a place where like you're going to walk in the room and everyone's going to point and laugh at you. Like you don't belong here, you know, Um, or, you know, just, you know, there are going to be clicks that no matter how hard I like try to introduce myself or, you know, uh, make nice with people. I'm not part of that clique. So, of course, why would they talk with me? <laughs> you know, it's like when I say it out loud, I acknowledge how sort of ridiculous the fears are. Like, this is just stuff you have to do. This is life. But well, and it's also very common. Like I said, what you're feeling is something that almost everybody feels. It's only that with experience, you go, oh, yeah, that's how I'm feeling because that's everybody's feeling. Now let's get on with it. Yeah, that's fair. Y- you kind of. um you could, I think once you're aware of having that feeling, like, let, let's take the click experience. Like, will I fit in? Who am I going to talk to? Mm-hmm. Uh, should I bring my own friend? <laughs> <Should> I, 
That that's a big one on my mind. It's yeah, like, I, I'm going to know some people there, but they're going to be busy. Like they're you know they're going to be seeing people they get to see once a year. I don't expect them to hold me by my hand. Well, no, but yeah. you'll find that in a social environment like 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 for example they. Uh, and, and that's true. Like I've been going to these events for decades and I just know a lot of people there yeah. because you just talk to people and I talk to people and I think you do too. Mm-hmm. So people will introduce you. I, I have what I call my magic words for <laughs> absolutely magic words. So let's say you're feeling a little left out and you see mm-hmm. this, this pod of guys and they seem to be having a much better time than you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you would like to you would like to have some of that good time. Here are the magic words that will work every single time. You ready? Mm-hmm. May I join you? <laughs> Swear to God. No one has ever said, oh, hell no. No one says that. They, In fact, it'll, it'll be one of two reactions. It'll be, of course, and they'll go on with your con with their conversation and you'll pitch in when you feel the, when you feel so moved or in some cases they'll be like oh my god of course and then they'll they'll be very social because they know what it's like to be on the outside of a group looking into a group and they want to make sure they're welcoming so you'll either get neutrality or warmth is is usually what i find sure that makes sense and like thinking objectively i feel like right after the pandemic like while there's going to be some fear you know just fear of people being around and getting past that I feel like we're also starved for reconnections mm-hmm. that maybe after this, maybe after this pandemic, maybe it would be the good year to, for a lot of us that have never done this sort of thing to start striking out and trying uh, yeah, things that so. are pushing our envelope just, just for that extra taste of life outside our apartment that we've missed for so long. Yeah. And, you know, going back to your thing about bringing a friend, mm-hmm. there are pluses and minuses. Plus you always have a buddy to go do something. Mm-hmm. The minus, you always have a buddy to go do something. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the dangers I find, um, mm-hmm. so I'll just, I'll say it from my perspective. This has happened to me so many times. Uh, there's this really hot chub and he is in a pack of other, you know, chubs. And I may or may not be interested in the other ones, but I know I'm interested in him. And it's very difficult to approach that. Like I can, I can go up to that and I can use the, may I join you magic words. And that'll usually be fine. Uh, and you'll definitely, and you'll get the, you'll very quickly get the sense of like, okay, they've known each other for 10 years and I just met them. <laughs> that, and that's, that's fine. That's, you ran into that in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're the person who's known people for 10 years. And I will f- somehow manage to get the Chubb's attention. That's another whole story. But okay. a very common response by that Chubb will be like, uh, like, like I w- I'll want to say like, hey, you wanna, do you want to spend some time together? Do you want to have some, and there's various euphemisms for it. Like I say, would you like, would you like to have some fun? Would you like to play? Mm-hmm. And I will get sometimes a response like, oh, well, yeah, but I don't know what my friends are doing. Oh. And mm. um, I, and you know, so I say, well, great. Why don't you, why don't we pick a time and then you can find out and then you can tell your friends that's what you're doing. <laughs> or, you know, b- because here's the thing, your friends are never, ever going to say, oh my God, Don, Thursday afternoon, we have zero things planned. You should do something by yourself. <laughs> and they're certainly not going to say, we have zero things planned. You should get with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like that is never going to come out of their mouths. So they're always going to have something for you to participate. See, if they were in. good friends, they would be making appointments for me with Dan. That's what I'm saying. 
You know, come on. Yeah. So there's, there's never going to be this time when they're doing nothing and you're going to go off by yourself because you're so bored of them. That is just not going to happen because let's face it, you brought them along so that that wouldn't happen. You brought them along. So you'd always have someone to talk to, always have something to do. And they are fulfilling that role magnificently. (laughs) So just be aware that as comforting as it is to have that built-in support system of having a friend or friends that you're going with, if you wish to have any alone time with anybody else, you're going to have to crack that egg. Hello, everybody. This is Michael here. Uh, Dan and Don will be back next week with part two of their episode, and that will mark our, our last interlude episode before we come back full force with our first episode recorded in person since the pandemic started. And let me tell you, we are all super excited for that. So stay tuned next week for the end of this episode here, and we'll see you next time.